Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast, episode 57. You are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with Dr. Abby Medcalf. Change your relationship even if your partner won't do a thing. Well, hello there, my lovelies. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Abby Metcalf. You can just call me Abby. How are you today? I hope you're having a great day out there. I am coming at you today with the one tool you need if you want to change how you are feeling. Uh, This gets asked all the time. I talk about this tool all the time in sessions with folks. And I realized that I should do its own podcast on it. Now, I did do a podcast way back when about uh, how to deal with anger. And I do talk about this tool there, but I'm going to talk about it in kind of a newer way now. And uh, that episode was a long time ago, so you probably need an updated refresher anyway. And before I even get going, I'm going to let you know that I absolutely positively have a free copy of the tool for you um, (laughs) that you can go to the show notes, uh, episode 57, you know, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 57. And uh, you can download it for free. It always asks for your email and do not panic if you've already given me your email. You're not going to get 50 new emails. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, for total clarity and uh, transparency, this does put you on my email list, which basically is a week weekly newsletter where I ramble on and on about my wonderful life. Um, but <laughs> people seem to like it. So, uh, and it, but if you want to opt out, you know, you can download the, put in your email, download the tool and you can opt out the next moment. I, I don't know why you'd want to, cause my stuff is so fabulous to be coming to you, but if you want to, obviously you can. All right. So without further ado, let me jump in. And, uh, so this tool is, 
from um, the wonderful Albert Ellis. And Albert Ellis, he's considered by many to be the grandfather of cognitive behavioral therapies, um, and or CBT, we call that, not to be confused with CBD these days. Anyway, <laughs> with CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy is basically what I'd say the vast majority of therapy is based on. And it is you know, an evidence-based model. It's been around a really long time. But Ellis was really one of the first, and he actually founded uh, something he called RET, or Rational Emotive Therapy, in, it's like 1950, mid-50s, like let's say 1955, so it would be right around there. And I uh, used to see Albert Ellis when I lived in New New York, um, and uh, he was he lived to a good ripe old age. Uh, and he was wonderful to watch do this with audience members. Like you'd be, be able to sit there at the Ellis Institute and you'd hear him speak and he would actually, um, you know, have people get up and have an issue and he would do it right there. It was really cool. But anyway, so you have to do it with me today. Uh, (laughs) so his theory was, it really was revolutionary at the time and maybe to you now, I don't know if you're listening because it's centered around the idea that people tend to think that what other people do or what happens to us is what causes our feelings. We, and you might still believe us today that what other people do and what happens to you is w- why you feel a certain way. And that's actually not true. But what, cause what really quote unquote makes us angry or sad or glad or anything is thinking angrily or sadly or gladly about the things that happen to us. So in other words, what we think or tell ourselves about something makes us feel something. It's not the event itself that is that way. We feel the way we think about a situation or person. And that's really what today's all about, that you feel the way you think. Now, some of you out there are going to be listening, not liking this, because it does give you 100% responsibility in your life. And uh, we, you know, I know some of you come in my office doing it. I do it sometimes where I'm blaming someone else. I think it's someone else's fault. Uh, (laughs) And it really isn't. I know it's so crazy. So, you know, and let's, sometimes people write in with like the most crazy, well, what if this? Okay. So let's take out forcible, you know, violent acts Let's, you know, if if someone is holding you against your will, obviously that's different. Um, Children obviously do not have um, agency and, you know, do have a whole, I mean, they, they do feel the way they think also, but they might be kept against their will or something horrible might be happening, but certainly that can happen to adults too. I'm, I'm not talking about these incredibly extreme situations that are not the norm. I'm talking about your normal everyday life when your uh, husband comes home in a bad mood and you're like, oh, great. Now I'm in a bad mood too. That, that, that is your responsibility fully. That is not your husband's fault that he came home in a bad mood and now you're in a bad mood. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, and I know some of you are going to write in about this and be mad at me, but that's okay. That's why I'm here. I am here to give you all of it, all the things. Okay. <laughs> so if we feel the way we think, that means that anytime you want to feel better, that you want to feel differently, you just need to change what you're thinking and how you're thinking about something. And I will give another caveat to folks who have severe clinical depression or severe clinical anxiety. This tool absolutely still works with you. Um, It is actually one of the only things that does work. Uh, However, um, 
you know, you might need medication or other things to to help this along, and it would certainly be more difficult for you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna front on that. Um, but again, let's that's not the majority of the population. So I'm kind of going with the big big bell curve here, people. Okay. So here's how it works, and it's best to meet. It's best to do this in writing. And again, this tool will be on, in the show notes, so you can download it later. But I'm going to explain it to you now. Uh, but if you can't you know, take a moment, close your eyes and go through the steps in your head, you know, do it that way. So now Ellis, the way Ellis laid it out, it was generally known as the ABCD format. Uh, I've extended it because I'm me and I'm so extra. Uh, I've (laughs) extended it to make the steps kind of more concise and easier to follow, like really breaking down the steps. So mine is the ABCDEFG format. (laughs) I've added three steps. So um, as I break it down, so here we go. Ready? We're jumping in. So the first thing you do is the A, right? There's these steps. A. A is the situation. And what you would do, I'm going to, again, assume you're writing this because it's really good to write, but you're going to write out the exact and specific situation or event, whatever it is that you're having Uh, you know, feelings about, okay, this exact thing. And by the way, this could be in the moment or this could be later. So what's critical is to write only the facts, the quote unquote facts, not your judgment about what happened, not what you think it means, all that stuff. Now, let me tell you, this is often the hardest thing for me because my, I can be a little judgy sometimes. So, so the judgment gets pulled in easier than you'd think. Uh, and I'll give you an example, of course. So let's say that your partner, you, you were having date night with your, with your person and, uh, and I'll do this now from the vantage point of uh, a female, because I'm a female. Okay, so let's say I, uh, Gary, and I are going to meet at a restaurant, and it's date night, and we're going to have a great date. And I tell him I'll be there at six o'clock, but I actually arrive at six twenty. And he, being the very punctual ex Navy man that he is, he <laughs> he's already been there since ten of six, um, and it's now six twenty. So he's been waiting thirty minutes for me. And maybe he's, you know, really upset that uh, I'm, I'm so, I'm coming at this time. And uh, then maybe what would happen ensue is I would get maybe defensive because I've had a long day and I, in, and I, you know, I was sitting in traffic way longer than I felt. There was ten big accidents. I don't know. Um, or maybe I just had overbooked myself, which I have to admit I sometimes do because I'm very optimistic and think I can do things more things than, than any human possibly can unless they can change the space-time continuum, which I haven't been able to do yet. Um, and so I'm late because of that, because I, I overestimate, I underestimated how long things would take. And, uh, I, again, in my little optimistic head, I think it's going to all be, you know, clean, clear sailing and it's not. Um, so for whatever the reason, maybe, and I'm all caught up in that and I'm in a bad mood from the commute or the drive or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, annoyed that I'm late. And then I get annoyed and defensive, like, Hey, why are you, you know, making a mountain out of a molehill? I'm just a little late, you know, 20 minutes is nothing. And why, why is this a thing? And you know, you're ruining our night and I don't know what I could say. And then he might get even more angry. Like, Hey, you know, you should be apologizing, not defending yourself. And, you know, maybe we'd get in a fight. 
And maybe then that would last through dinner, dinner being a frosty experience. (laughs) And then, I don't know, maybe we're going to a movie afterwards or a show or something, and then we're in a bad mood. You know, I'm, I'm feeling off or put out the whole night. So you can see how something like this can ruin your whole night. And a lot of you are out there listening right now going, oh my gosh, has Abby been with me? Has she been watching me? Uh, no, I haven't. This is just, we all do this stuff. I mean, this is such a common thing that happens. So you can see that this is a situation, and maybe I'm even seething for days. Oh, he always does this. You know, he's so exacting or whatever I might be thinking that's ridiculous. Um, and by the way, I don't think Gary and I have ever fought like this because we're both so early, but I'm just, I'm making it up. So if Gary's listening right now, this, I, I understand this didn't really happen with us. Okay. But <laughs> we argue about other things. Um, but do you see where I'm going here? And this is why you'd want to do this exercise because you wouldn't want to ruin your whole night. You'd want to interrupt it. So, and I have done this, by the way, I have literally gone to the bar, asked for a bar napkin and a pen, and I've gone in the bathroom and done and written down this exercise. I'm just letting you know, I have actually done this. However, most of the time I carry around a little notebook and a pen, which is sitting in uh, the glove compartment right now of my car. Uh, I try to have it somewhat handy that I can just grab it and do it. These days you can do it on the notes in your phone. Although I always think handwriting is better, but uh, I'm old and maybe that's why. So there you go. So however you want to write it again, instead of just thinking it, I think is best. So what instead, so the situation here isn't, is not, (laughs) oh, I was a little late to dinner and Gary acted like a jerk. That is not the situation. (laughs) The facts or the actual situation is more, um, you know, my partner, uh, was angry with me when I arrived at the restaurant 20 minutes after I said I would be there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That's the facts. No, see how you took out the judgment? It's not, you know, it's not me being a jerk or him being a jerk or or even late is a judgment. If you're eating dinner in Europe, I know those of you who are listening in Europe or those of you who've been to Europe know or who are European, it ain't late. 20 minutes isn't late. So, so again, it's these are all the constructs and these are all the things we create, all the meaning we attach to things. Um, so either way, my partner was angry with me because I came 20 minutes after when I said I would be there. Boom. That's the facts. And you'd write this down. A, situation. B is your beliefs or your thoughts about what happened. So you want to write down what you think or tell yourself about the situation you just described. Whatever you just wrote down, what are your beliefs or thoughts about what happened? So if I'm going to use this same example, 
uh, I might have written down, um, my partner is always looking for what I'm doing wrong. He's always trying to, you know, catch me doing something wrong. Or, um, oh, I'm sick of him always uh, acting superior and making mountains out of molehills. It's not a big deal. Uh, or maybe I'm turning it on myself. Maybe I'm saying, what is wrong with me? Why can't I ever be anywhere on time? Or why do I always mess things up? We were going to have this romantic dinner and I totally screwed it up. I'm always screwing things up, something like that, or self-sabotaging. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, you know, he. why can't he ever be nice to me? He's always making snide remarks, you know, something like that. So uh, all of these things are things I'm thinking. Now, now you're going to do C, your feelings. So if you believe these things, which you do because you just wrote them down, when you think or believe these thoughts, how does this make you feel? How do you feel about what happened? So, uh, and again, if this is after the fact, you know, take a minute and put yourself in the situation, right? But you get the idea. Now, really think about it. So probably, I'm, I'm putting myself in the situation right now. If I thought all those things, I'd be feeling maybe depressed, you know, really bummed that we're having a sucky night now. Uh, oh, and this always happens to us and we we're supposed to have a date night. It was supposed to be great. And now it's terrible, right? By the way, those are thoughts again. So get to the feeling. What's the feeling if I think that? If I think that, you know, things never go right with us or whatever that is, how am I feeling? Well, I'm probably feeling depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, uh, frustrated, um, despondent, sad, like really sad. Maybe even worse, I'm feeling hopeless or helpless, uh, resentful, annoyed over, you know, all these things. Do you see where I'm going here? Okay. So I'm feeling all these things. And then D you'd write down what your normal reaction is. So from this vantage point, or if you're doing this after the fact, write down whatever you did, what was your reaction next? So uh, how would you see, so how's the rest of the dinner going to go? <laughs> if if you're interrupting it, you would write down, well, how's the rest of the dinner going to go if, if we stay on this track? But if it already happened, just write down what happened. So likely... Um, you know, it wasn't a fun, lighthearted dinner if this was all happening and these were all the thoughts and feelings you were having. Uh, likely it was not a good time and likely you were having um, a, a lot of bad reactions, you know, defensiveness, anything else, whatever your reactions were that were deepening this negative cycle with your partner, you know, making it worse, not not interrupting it. So, you'd kind of put down that, oh, I'd feel bad the rest of the night, or, you know, I did feel bad the rest of the night, or we were frosty to each other all night or something like that. Um, now here's, here's where all the action happens. The action happens on E. So EFG is where we turn this thing around. So E is now where you're going to dispute B, your beliefs. You're going to go back to what you wrote in B for your beliefs, and you're going to dispute them. And really what you're doing is you need to ask yourself, why do I believe this is a fact? And really what I always ask is what else could be true? Okay. What else could be true about what happened? Now, notice I didn't say what else is true. So, <laughs> cause we don't know what's true. You think you already know it's true and you don't. We always think we know it's a fact. Oh, I know how he feels. I know what she's thinking. No, you don't. You need to stop that. So you can't read anybody's minds, cut it out. So, so at this point, I want to really look at what else could in all the world and all the things and everywhere, what else could be true? So if we're going to go with this example that I just was using, I might say, um, 
Well, my partner's angry with me because he wants to know he's a priority in my life and showing up 20 minutes after I said I would doesn't do that, doesn't show that. Um, And then you might be thinking, wow, how can I make him feel like a priority for the rest of this meal? Um, You might be thinking something like, uh, oh, I definitely have too much on my plate lately. I'm only human and it's time to let some things go so I can live a more calm life. Uh, that's a dispute. That would be a good one. My partner must really love me. Here's, here's, here's another place you can go. My partner must really love me or he wouldn't be angry that I'm late. He'd be happy I'm late, right? Seriously. Uh, you know, he'd be happy he didn't have to spend more time with me if he hated me. So he must love me. And he's feeling as frustrated as I am about our relationship, you know, not feeling really connected. And he was looking forward to this and was really, you know, anticipating such a great night and really felt let down by me. Um, when I, cause, because being late for him is, is a big deal. Even if it's not for me, it's a big deal. And it's one of the ways he feels respected in our relationship. Um, you might think, how would I feel if my partner was always late to things they plan with me? Right. You might be thinking that what that could be true. Oh, I'd be sad if, he was always late to something that I felt was important, right? Whatever that is. So, you know, and then you'd be thinking, well, I don't want to make my partner sad. I mean, I'm going to work on this. This is something I want to work on. And now let's say you started to think these things. You really started to think these things. You'd now go to F, which is your new feelings. So if you were to suspend judgment on everything you know is true, you know, you think is true, you don't know what you think it, and you were to instead do this dispute and say, well, what else could be true? What feelings would you have now? Now, I'm not going to say that you would sit there and be all happy, you know, like, oh, now I feel great. It's puppy dog tails and rainbows. I, I don't mean that, but you would certainly feel different. Uh, you'd feel more calm, definitely more patient. I'm putting myself in these shoes right now. Um, I, st- I still might feel a little sad that I, I don't quite have this right yet, <laughs> but definitely thoughtful, certainly more loving uh, wanting to be kind. I'm feeling more open, looking at my own self, not just him, uh, more willing to, to look at things a little more motivated. So now G is the final action here. And that is your, your action. That's the final step is your new action. So you're ready to act, not react now. That's what this is about. Remember D, the reaction, step D was the reaction. Now you're ready for action. You're ready to act. Remember re means, in the beginning of a word means again. So when you're reacting, you're acting again. It's something from your past that you're bringing up again and again and again, because this reminds you of something. That's what's going on. If I'm 20 minutes past where I'm supposed to be, and my partner's really upset, it's because this is reminding him of something else. And that's when we always, we hear the always and never language. You know, you're always doing this. You never, blah, 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 because it's reminding us of a past thing. And that's why we react. We act on a previous thing, not in the moment, not from what's happening right then and there. So, in this step, now you're ready to have a new outcome. And instead of getting stuck in those same old self-defeating patterns, now, if you were to believe, if you were to believe these new thoughts and feel these new feelings, really feel them, these new feelings of love and concern, what would be your new actions? Now, and here's where you'll write them down. So 
I usually tell people to think about two new actions for whatever the situation was. Remember the situation way back in A? (laughs) So if you're doing this in the bathroom and you're about to walk back to the table, you might think, oh, I'm going to walk back and I'm going to sincerely apologize. I'm going to go like give him a hug, sit on his lap, even if he doesn't like that in the middle of the restaurant. And I'm really going to look him in the eye and say, I'm so sorry and uh, this, you know, this doesn't feel good. Could we please, please start again? Could we please pretend we were meeting at six thirty, not six twenty? <laughs> um, you know, whatever, whatever's going to be in that moment. Um, that's a great new action. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about? Like it shifts the whole game, and it shifts what we start to do next. And we again can have an action, not a reaction. So, again, the bottom line is you think you know, but you don't. You know, you think you're so sure about what else going on, but you don't. And we think we're so right, but this idea that there's only one objective uh, truth in any situation isn't true. It or and it's definitely not where our focus needs to be. And I say all the time, would you rather be correct or effective? And so you can be correct all day that he shouldn't be upset just because you were a little late. Um, but that's not getting you what you want. I, I, and, it's, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> he is upset. It's already there. So what can you do next to change what's happening? And how can you think about it next? First, first you have to think about it differently next so that you can feel differently so that you can change what's happening. I think in the moment, people try to push through and just like, okay, we're just going to have a good time. I'm I'm just going to forget this happened. But it doesn't work that way because you're still feeling resentful because you still believe the other person is making too big a deal of this or that they're ignoring you or that they're being disrespectful or rude. You have to, you know, kind of really not just put a pin in this and move on. You need to, in the moment, really uh, address it in a, in a real way. And this RET is a great way to do that. So, you know, if if you think about it, like if two people saw a car accident from two different vantage points, it's very possible, and it, and it really does happen all the time, that they'll have different stories about the accident. And one might be positive, it's driver A's fault, and the other is so sure it was driver's B, driver B's fault. It, and you get into a who's right, and remember that you really don't know everything or what every person is going to say or do. So it, it's at the end of the day, and now some people are listening going, well, there is somebody who was at fault in the car accident. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe they both were. Maybe neither of them was, and a squirrel ran across the road. I, I don't know. And they both looked at it. I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's not always so cut and dry and so black and white. And if you suspend that, and if you really are curious in your relationship, I talk about that a lot, don't I? If you start to feel curious and open, that's when things start to change. That's when you start to have a different outcome. So being open to other possibilities is where your future is. It is not, your future is not in your past. <laughs> Seems obvious, doesn't it? feels like something Yogi Berra would say if you remember Yogi Berra. Um, but it's not. And, and for some reason, we keep digging into our past and what has happened before as we try to build our relationship moving forward. And it doesn't really work that way. So now this tool, as you might imagine, works everywhere. It works at work. Uh, you could use it with your kids, but definitely, you know, as we're speaking about today, it'd be a great one to use with your partner. 
Okay, that is it for today's broadcast. If you haven't yet, I would love for you to check out my YouTube channel. I will link to that in the show notes. And you can run on over there and check out my connection quickies. They are just quick tools to deepen your relationship with your partner. They generally are five to 10 minute videos. I think I have a couple that are like 11 minutes or something, but they really are usually about five minutes, definitely no more than 10, the vast majority. I'd love for you to subscribe over there. If you haven't yet here, please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening to it. And I would love for you to leave a comment, letting me know some review so other people can know about the podcast uh, would be amazing. So there you have it. Thank you so much for being with me. I know there's lots of things you could be doing today and you're hanging with me and I totally dig it. And I will uh, check in with you next week on the next exciting uh, thing to learn to make your relationship easy. That's it, everybody. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf. I help people create lasting change in their relationships, even if their partner won't do a thing. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.